Hey, Matt. What? Azuki walks into the bar with his pet giraffe. Giraffe gets drunk and falls on the floor. Bartender says, Azuki says, <laughs> can't leave that lion there. He's like, that's not a lion, that's a giraffe. What's up, peeps? I'm Matt. Hold on, try this again. Uh, no, 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 no. Have you listened to it lately? You are way too loud. No, it's not that I'm loud, it's that you're quiet. No, yeah, Either you're way. too loud because the mic is always closer to you. Slide it that way, I don't care. What's up, peeps? I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. And we are the pink gold peeps. Two 20 something like talk all things Nintendo, video games, and fun stuff. Mike, how you doing this week? I'm doing good. Uh, my schedule's starting to finally light up because basically everything that has to be done by the by by tax day, I basically said to everybody, okay, these are things that are getting done, and these are things that are not getting done, and they've just accepted that fact. So it's actually like the, the stress levels are still high, but like people aren't working until you know ten or eleven o'clock at night, at least not at my level. So it's actually been really good. I'm really excited to just relax and like with all the games that are coming out that I want to play, I'm going to have actually time to play them, which will be nice. <laughs> good, good. What about you? Um, It's pretty stressful lately. Why? What's up? Uh, well, work is like, so my, there's two of us who do the job that I do. Uh-huh. And one of them, not me, the my partner is out currently. Okay. And it's just me. And they're like, nah, he can handle it himself. And I'm, I'm working a lot of stuff right now all by myself. Oh. And I'm just like, like it's like it's going, it's all getting done. But I get five people like telling me to do this, to do this, to do this, like at the same time. And I'm like, there's a line. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, they're all going to get done. Yep. I feel that. <laughs> but yeah. So that's a little stressful, but it's been good. Good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you want to just hop into what we've been playing? Uh, sure. Okay. So I want to give uh, two quick updates. Uh, I finished, well, I finished playing. I'm not done, but I finished playing Horizon Chase Turbo. Cool. I've beaten all the levels, all 108 of them with a super trophy or whatever. You've beaten it. Yeah. Well, technically, what I would still have to do is, I talked a little bit about the Grand Prix last uh, last week, mm-hmm. so I didn't do any of the Grand Prix. There's 12 of them, and then there's like that long haul, which I think is like half the courses or something like that. It's like a huge amount of levels. And there are still cars to unlock by doing that. And I saw what the last car was. And it's like, as much as I thought a lot of the cars that I hadn't unlocked were cool and funny and interesting, I was like, I would never use these cars anyway because they're not really the style of vehicle I like to use, which is like hella handling. You know, I like being able to like really cut a turn. Right. And those cars are like you, like one of them is basically like the Batmobile. And it also has like an ultimate skin that makes it the Blue Falcon. And it's like the fastest car in the game but it gets such crappy mileage you have to basically hit every gas tank. And I'm like, I'm not about that life. I'll get back in the rainbow Volkswagen Beetle, uh, not Volkswagen Beetle, the Volkswagen van, mm-hmm. and just drive that around. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of done with that. Uh, me and Sarah are still playing Paper Mario on the Thousand Year Door. We are right before the last boss, which is very exciting. Cool. Uh, but other than that, I've been playing Yoshi, which I figured you wanted to talk about as well, right? I, oh, man, I forgot that was this week. Yeah, Yoshi wow, came that out. That feels so long ago now. I'm sorry. I got like four hours of sleep last night. I'm yeah, really I saw tired. you messaging in our group chat like this morning when I woke up. I was like, what the hell are I they just, doing? I just like, could not go to sleep last night. God, I mean, 
what were you doing? Lying in bed. Just trying to fall asleep? Just trying to go to sleep. Oof. Big oof. Well, yes. So I have also been playing Yoshi. I've played a chunk of Yoshi. You've pro- So the way I'd probably put it is you have probably gotten farther than me in Yoshi, but you probably haven't put as many hours into Yoshi as I have. Okay. If so, that makes sense. Yeah, well, let's say uh, how many gems do you have? Do you have any gems yet? What's a gem? So no. Oh, those things, no. Okay, I just... We stopped right before... So I'm playing it through with Alex. I cannot play the game without Alex. Okay. And sadly, there's no online co-op, so no. we can't play it like that. Yes. But we um, we stopped like right before the first boss. Okay. Because we will not move forward until we 100% every area. Wow, I like that. I am, I'm like not 100%ing every area, but I'm like trying to go back and play levels a bunch of times, and I actually just got the first gem, like last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, so so for anyone who hasn't played Yoshi's Crafted World, it's 2D platformer with some non-2D elements, right, I would yes. say? So like sometimes the path goes into the foreground well, it's in the background. Like, but it's, it's still, still, like you're still 2D, a, you're still on a track. Yeah. It's just, just not side to side. Yeah, and uh, there are, you know, items or enemies in the foreground and background that you can hit with eggs. Right. I feel like that's the most, like, 3D with quotes around it yeah. option you have in that game. And really, like like most people expect with this game, getting from the beginning to the end is a joke. Like, it's not hard to get through the game. But where the challenge comes in is that every level has somewhere between, like, five to eight flowers i'd say like five to eight sounds five to eight yeah five to eight flowers in the level itself where you have like find them maybe they're like hidden behind a box or they're in a present box in the background or if you go in a certain corner of the stage it will appear and you have to pick those up additionally you also get at the end of the level you get uh, a flower if you get 100 coins which is usually happens it's it's hard to not get 100 coins yeah uh you get uh you get a flower if you have a full health bar which with the costumes in the game, which are essentially... That, like, that makes it a joke. Yeah, cute little costumes in each one. The, the rarer they are, the more hits you can take before you actually take damage. So as long as you're wearing a costume, you'll basically get that one every time, too. But then there's 20 red coins, which are actually kind of hard to find. A couple of the levels... I, I don't like, think so. Really? Alex and I never had a problem getting all 20 or all twenty coins. No, that's not true. We did, like, once or twice. There was one... Le- the, the second or third level, the water level, I had trouble getting it, and I figured it out. There was just a present box I missed somewhere. Mm-hmm. But there, there are a couple levels that I've only played through a couple times, and I'm like, I'm not sure where the other red coins are. Sometimes the daisies can be a little hard to find. Really? Oh, the fl- oh yeah, like the flowers? The flowers. Yeah. I... I, I... It's weird. I, I like the idea of having so many different things to collect. I almost get bummed, though, because I think it's, it's, it's good and bad being like, oh, we can't get everything the first time. You can get everything the first time. But I feel like one of the, the biggest strengths of the game is that after you beat a level, there's a little robot man. And a little robot man will sometimes send you on, like, little scavenger hunts. And to me, I'm like, the scavenger hunts are good because if you don't 100% a level the first time, it, it gives you, hey, I have to go back into the level anyway. I'm going to go back and, like, look for the, 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 cape, the paper fish or whatever. And for me, who's not trying to get everything on the first go-around, it's like, this is when I'm going to try to find another red coin or two. Yes, until the robot tells you to go into the same level seven times. Because it happens. Really? Seven yep. times? Because, like, so you know the part right before the first boss where there is, like, um, a big western mountain? Yeah. He asks you for, like, 12 different things. Wow. And it, we just you just gotta keep going back and forth finding everything and all of those and those three levels you just keep going back and forth and back and forth. Wow, I didn't realize there were so many. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I like the concept of it. I guess if you're playing it through the way you are, it could get very infuriating. And it's like ah, but it's like it's not infuriating per se because it's still fun. And once you do like a level enough times, and he goes, "Oh, find me the family of bats." You're, you're like, like oh, I know, I where know exactly are. what that is because we've done it three times. And you're yeah. like, all right, let's just go. And then you just like speed like, and once you do it like that, once you do a level like three or four times, you realize each level takes like maybe three minutes to get through. Yeah, and if you rush through it, you know it's it's an it's a different kind of experience, but it's still right fun, exactly. Which is the other thing I like is that in addition to you know, the the flowers, the twenty red coins, the the fetch quests sent by the robot, you also have in most levels. The Poochie quests, where you turn the level backwards. You, every level. Oh, is it every level? Every level. Right, okay. So every level has this level with this version where you turn the whole stage around. You have to find three Poochies and get them back to the ending in a certain time limit to get four flowers. One for each Poochie and one for the time limit. Mm-hmm. And I really like those levels because it's like if I, you know, if I've been searching for stuff and going back around, I'm like, you know what? I just want to play through a level. I like being clicking on an old level that I hadn't done the Poochie quest for and be like, Let's go. I'm going to go find the Poochies and, like, rush through the level. Because I think, even though, you know, the game isn't, like, designed for speed running, it is a lot of fun to just rush through a level really fast. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just something, there's something satisfying about it. I mean, I'm a Sonic man, so let's be honest. Right, yeah. Going through you any can, level you fast. You can go through something really fast. Yeah. There was one Poochie level that got us, like, really tripped up, which was, you know, the level with the Magnus? Yes. The last dog in that one took us so long to find. Really? Yeah. Do you Did you find it? I haven't played have that played one, Poochie. Because like, la- yeah. like, you can hear it barking. You're like, where? And then when you find out, you're, I, I I, was like, oh, like I don't, I don't even want to spoil it. Because it was just like a shock to me. It was like, I don't know. It's you really, just couldn't find it. It's in really it. weird to explain. Okay. But... Was it like when you found it, were you angry that you missed it? Or I like... was scared for it when we found it. <coughs> oh my god. I was like, oh my god, why did they put that there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll let you know when I find it. Like, it didn't take us that long. It took us like a minute. What, like, longer than the rest of it. It was like, it took us long enough where we were like, oh, well, we screwed it up. So then we had to restart and then we knew where it was. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say it's like my favorite game ever. No. Like, it's not, I don't, it's, it's a good time waster game, but honestly, it's so relaxing playing it. Like, I only got to the first world, yeah, and no, I, haven't, just, I haven't 100%ed any level, and I'm like, I'm okay with that. I'm I, just rolling through. I, it's not a pain to 100% them. I don't think it's a pain. Oh, I don't Especially think Especially because either. I'm with someone, if I was by myself, then it might be a pain. It probably would be a pain if I was by myself. To do, to play, to play the game the way Alex and I are playing, it yeah. would probably be a pain. But, like, with another person, it's just, like, the game is just so, like, it wants to make you happy. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, it does a very that's good the job. game's main goal is just to make you happy. And that's, like, what it does. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm not saying that what you're doing is, like, the wrong way to play or anything like that. But for me, it's, I'm enjoying it more just switching between, okay, I'm going to play a new level. Now I'm going to go do, like, three fetch quests. Now I'm going to do a Poochie World. And I, like, I enjoy the amount of things and content you have for every level so, like, you want to go back to... I mean, I've only played, what, the first, like, six or seven levels, and each one has so much stuff that I'm like, this is great. I'm, right. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. And, like, there are... um, It does the um, the uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. I didn't play that one. That's the one on the Wii U. Um, There's a bunch of levels in that game 
where you get this random ability thing and you have like a mini game with oh, it. Oh, it's almost. like a gimmick. Stage. Like so, you, I'm comparing it to the one where you're Go Go Yoshi. Yeah, like the, have, giant the giant robot. robot Yoshi. How does that one work with two players? You each control a fist. Oh, that seems so much easier. Probably <laughs> is. It's like most. Actually, you know, I don't know. Well, now it probably is. Because I have it, I have I've gotten everything on that one, but the nine thousand points one. Really? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay, it's not how fast you do things on that one. It's you know how many things you can hit at once with one punch. Yeah. So having two people almost makes it a little harder. Interesting. Because you know if one if one person screws up the timing, then you're like you just screws over. Yeah. Well, there is that one thing I need to get. That there's that one flower box that you have to like kind of speed up to get. Yeah. So that's the only time related thing you have to do and the poochie one in that level is is time-based mm. the first one i think the first poochie one of i don't remember which one but yeah. one of them is but uh, yeah there's just so and i've heard there's more gimmick stages like that and they're all very good i just there's it's very cute i'm really enjoying the game and i'm not i'm not playing it the way i usually play video games where I'm like, this is gonna be the only game I play, and I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna play the game. Well, it's not that kind of game, and it's not, and but that's okay, right? No, I guess I that's mean, what I'm trying to say. I'm like, here's what, you, like, what this game is to Nintendo right now is like, we're putting out Yoshi so people have something to do while we wait until the second half of the year when we give them everything. Yep. you know what I mean? Like that's what Yoshi is. Yeah, and unlike, I will say this, comparing this to a game like Kirby Star Allies. I like this game a lot more mm-hmm. because while Kirby Star Allies was very enjoyable, I, I really did enjoy playing it. There's, there was a lot less options of stuff to do in the game. There were a lot less options of stuff to do in Kirby, and there was a lot less imagination, I feel, in Kirby. Yeah, it was very much like, okay, this is a Kirby game. What does a Kirby game do? Right, and it's just like, it was like, let's take a 3DS Kirby and put it on the Switch. Yeah. Like, done deal. Yeah. And like, that's what they did, but... This it's game, not bad, it's just safe. Right, exactly. And I'm not saying this game is crazy different from other Yoshi games, because it's not, really. Yeah. But it does add layers that are more enjoyable. Like, I mean, sure, Kirby added, like, combining abilities and stuff. Yeah, but that's also not the first time that's even been done. Right, exactly. It's not the first time it's been done. This multiple layer thing that Yoshi has going on, or the flip sides, or the special gimmicky levels for Yoshi, like... This, it's all interesting stuff that just keeps the game... Like, the momentum of the game never slows down. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, I agree like, with that. even redoing things over and over again, I never want to stop. Because I'm like, okay, just do one more. Yeah, just do one I more. I want to see what happens next. I want to mm-hmm. see what's going on next. And also, one other thing you have to remember is, like, yeah, maybe, maybe Yoshi's Crafted World doesn't, like, reinvent the wheel. But, like, Yoshi games don't come out nearly as frequently right. as, as, you know, Kirby games do. Like, Kirby games are Kirby almost Kirby is annual. like, yeah... Uh, and Yoshi, and there was Woolly World, and there was New Island, which I, from what I've heard was not very good. Mm-hmm. But I can't even remember the last Kirby game. Yeah, I played Island. a new. I did not like New Island. I didn't even finish it. I'm you curious. are you are in the majority, from what I've been told. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just not entertaining. Yeah, it's but you know what, Yoshi games, these kinds of Yoshi games, like Yoshi story style games, as I always think of them as. Well, that's what they are. They're they're fantastic, and they're so stylistic, and the game is just so cute. Like, I was super sick yesterday, and I'm sitting there playing, and I can't really talk because my throat's so sore. And I'm did just you work like, yesterday? Yeah, I did. I, it was rough. Mm-hmm. But I went in. And, yeah, I was just sitting here when I got home and, like, smiling at the thing, at the game, like, oh, look at him. He's so cute. He's so happy He's when he so wins. so cute. Um, and, you know, all the cute little Yoshis. There's so many Yoshis. There's, like, seven or eight Yoshis. 
Mm-hmm. I love all the colors. I keep switching. Oh, do you? I yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. Well, you like I, I, I like have like the yellow Yoshi because he looks really cute as the lighthouse because his head's like the light. <laughs> and the red Yoshi is the train because he has a little train conductor in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah, the game's just great. It's not. I don't think it's. I mean. Obviously, at this point in the year, it's way too early to say it, but it's definitely probably not going to be a Game of the Year contender. No, it's not. But it's a great game nonetheless. It's not like Starlink, where I'm like, this was good to occupy my time for a couple hours. This seems like a good game to just have on the Switch. Right. And, like, be able to say, you it's know... Just a, it's just a fun game that you can just enjoy. Yeah. Matt, have you been playing anything else this week? Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. How, how's that going? Really good. Good. It's fun. Um, so that boss that I told you I was stuck on last week? Yeah. Totally optional. Really? Yes. Um, so That makes it so much funnier to me. I was like, I'll be back. And I left. And I started playing through the rest of the game. And I think I got decently far. I beat a boss. Um, I got Yeah, I got pretty far. And then I found a bull that was on fire that just kind of slaughtered me. And I was like, all right, time to put the game down. Nice. And But, I mean, like, whenever you beat a, a main boss, you get these memories, which give you a little bit of backstory on... The, the character? Or, oh, no, the boss. Okay. On the boss, and then it permanently boosts your attack power. So now that I did that, and once you beat... When you beat four mini-bosses, every mini-boss gives you a prayer bead. Yeah. And when you get four prayer beads, you can permanently upgrade your posture and your health. Okay, cool. So I've upgraded my posture and health once, and I've upgraded my attack once. So now I'm going to go back to that boss that I couldn't beat. The that was optional. Lady. lady Butterfly. And I'm going to beat her up. Good. Good. Okay. That's really it. Is yeah. that really it? Um, I started The World Next Door last night. What? Xenoblade's just never going to get played. I mean, no, I, I, probably I, not. <laughs> you were so close, Matt. You were so close. I feel like that's like the ultimate, like, that's the worst thing I could have done to you. Like, started only to drop it again. You know what I mean? It's exactly what I'm thinking, yes. <laughs> the worst part is, is you and I have discussed, like, Hey, when busy season's over, let's play through Final Fantasy VII together. And I was like, awesome, that's going to be great. I'm also going to play through it with Sarah, and I literally don't care. I love the game so much, I will play through it twice. That's disgusting. But it's never going to be Xenoblade, is it? Nope, it's okay. It's okay. I'll manage. No, because like, now, if I want to keep torturing you like this, the only other thing that I could do is play through the whole game and stop right before the final boss. No, you wouldn't be missing out on much. <laughs> Oh. I mean, the ending's fine. I have right. I have my opinions on the ending of that game. Well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Uh, Matt, do you have any indie news this week? Uh, well, PAX happened. Yeah, PAX did happen. There's a bunch of cool demos and a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool gameplay footage there that were, came out of PAX. Yeah, there were a lot of really cool games. I don't want to stay away from any game that was already in the, um, the showcase. Yeah. Well, it looks like a lot of the games we were talking about in indie showcases. I saw Children of Morta is, was being showcased. Oh, I didn't know that yeah. one was. I'm very excited for that game. So that's cool. I follow I follow their developer on Twitter, and they they're between some cool looking stuff. Even cool. I'm getting, I wasn't really interested in Children of Morta, and I'm like, ooh, okay. Uh, there was one game I think it was called Flingball. Yeah. That is um, something I'm going to make everybody play. Oh no. So it's one of those games. It plays eight teams of two. We don't have 16 friends, Mike. We don't need 16 friends, Mike. Okay. But anyway, everybody is connected to their other player by a string. You play as a ball, right? Okay. And the goal is to fling yourselves, fling your team, to the end of the obstacle course race. Okay. And that's the whole game. That doesn't sound so bad. 
<laughs> I can do that. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. It looks like fun. That it sounds fun, actually. The more I think of it, usually when Matt says we're all gonna play this game, we're all like, okay, this might be awesome, this might be terrifyingly bad, but I'm <laughs> really not sure. It's like Cluster Puck ninety nine. Like I was like, oh, what is this garbage? And I was like, oh no, this is fantastic. Yep. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't actually have any specific indie-based news, though. Do you? Um, news-wise, not really. Yeah, it's, it's been no. a quiet week. It's been, yeah, it's been a quiet week on all fronts. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just jump, you want to just jump to quick news? Yeah, sure. Uh, big news coming out of Ubisoft this week. They're talking, <laughs> they gave us an update on the status of Starlink Battle for Atlas. And there will be no new toys. Yep, they have, they have announced that the, the sales of the toy line was... Below expectations, which is the industry's favorite way to say it didn't sell well. Yep. And they will be continuing to put out Starlink content. So things like the races and stuff that we and the Star Fox missions, which we saw in the Nintendo Direct, will be coming to other consoles as well. And they still want to keep updating the game, but there will be no more physical ships. There will be new ships and new weapons, but nothing new. They will be digital. They'll be digital only. Which... As much as I'm like, oh, poo, that must suck. Also, at the same time, I'm like, well, that's kind of good. You know, the, you and I said it ourselves, the game is good, but I would not want to spend any extra money on that game. Got, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. It was stupid. It, it was a terrible idea from the start. Yeah, it's. It. I liked the idea. I liked the... But, I mean, you will still confidence. have to pay, like, with this, you will still have to pay that money just for digital content. You know, you're yeah. still buying DLC. But the good thing is, is that the base content is so much cheaper now than it was. I mean, but right. I mean, even right now, you could buy you could buy just a physical copy of the game for what twenty bucks maybe, mm-hmm. and you can buy a like a ship or two for like an extra five dollars digitally. Yep. So it's not bad. I I if the DLC comes out for this game, I will probably play through the DLC yeah, just I'll because I have the game get digitally. Because I'll be like, why not? Yeah. Especially if it's free. It's probably gonna be free, and. From there, I'll I'll play, but like I said, this game isn't... I just like flying around in space, and that's kind of the end of it. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Rune Factory 4 and 5. There was a live stream in Japan. Oh, yeah, I like, saw two days ago, and then didn't watch it. So, Rune Factory 4, they basically went through some of the updates, the big changes. Essentially, it's quality of life improvements and a graphical upgrade. It's still going to look like... A 3ds game from my understanding what four you mean right? for four yeah it'll still look like a 3ds game but it's going to be cleaner the sprites are going to be better the you know the the game's running is just going to be cleaner overall. right i'm i i know you guys make jokes about this last time but like rune factory is a really big not a big deal but it is exciting to have a rune factory game coming to switch because it's a, it's a series i've always wanted to get into because it's essentially i mean it really is just it's it used to have the subtitle you know rune factory colon a fantasy harvest moon like that was what it was right. now that the companies have split it doesn't have a fantasy harvest moon after it anymore so it's really just like another harvest moon game with rpg elements where like you are going out you're still doing the stardew valley harvest moon farming giving people gifts and all that stuff but like combat is a big focus of the game right and i'm excited and rune factory 5 did get a uh, Japanese release date. It's going to come out in 2020 in Japan. Yeah, I saw that. So that's exciting. Uh, there's also some kind of like save over feature where if you have Rune Factory 4S data on your Switch, it's going to affect something that happens in Rune Factory 5. I didn't read too much into the details on that because I don't know the game well enough to feel like I could 
you know, justifiably say what the extra content is, but that's kind of cool. Extra content is always good, and the people who would buy this game are going to buy Rune Factory 4S regardless, so, you know, it's exciting. The last bit of news I have is Persona 5S. Oh, no, you can't talk about that one without talking about the whole thing. Well, those it's not technically just Persona they're separate. 5S. Well, Persona no, 5S... No, they're all the same thing. Well, Persona 5S... Oh, technically, te- yeah. okay, I see Thank you. Persona 5S is a uh, is a site that went up because when when right before the first announcement happened in January, someone noticed that a bunch of domains were bought by Atlas, and one of them, along with Persona 5 R, Persona 5 something else, and Persona 5S was one of them. And the site went live, I guess, four days ago. Uh, we're recording on the fourth. Well, there's actually 26 versions coming out. One for every letter of the alphabet. I hate you. <laughs> it, it could happen. I, I would. I wouldn't be surprised at this point, Matt. But yeah, the the update of the website says says April twenty fifth, which is a day after we're supposed to hear about Persona Five R, which is April twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think this is going to be the Switch version. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the Switch version. It it also could be the Persona Five Sing, like the singing and dancing yeah, spinoff yeah, series. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the um. The Switch version of the game. Yeah. E- either way, I wouldn't be surprised on those two. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either like, way either. I'm like, wow, I'm building myself up to get exactly what I expected, or I'm building myself up for the exact opposite of what I expected, and both seem reasonable at this point. One will just be a little more internally crushing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but both expected. <laughs> both expected. So do you want to talk about that other thing first now? Yeah, let's go into it. I, I have a couple of other pieces of news. Let's talk about that first. So Best Buy um, made a little fluke the other day. Yeah, they're trying to beat out Walmart from last year. When they accidentally put up uh, <coughs> Metroid Prime Trilogy, A Link to the Past, and Persona 5 for Switch. On their website. Yeah, so they're, it basically it's internally, like, the employees have access to SKUs that aren't available to the public. From my understanding, and I'm probably wrong, but they could be seen by the public at one point. I don't believe they could. And then it was reduced, but it's still there. Okay. It's probably, it's probably that the employees could see them, and then they stopped it so... Only the employees could see right. them. No, it was probably so the employees could see them. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I don't know if it was... Let's let's not argue semantics here. The fact is, is right. that Best it's Buy... It's still, like, it's still yeah, there. Best Buy employees could see it, and then now they can't. Certain, well, certain people in the company can still see them, is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, so people still can't see So, like, Best Buy tried to, like, cover it up, but they didn't cover it up. Do you know They what couldn't I mean? cover it up completely. It's still, it's still there, as if they're just waiting for it to be in launch. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, you see this on other sites in other countries, but usually in the States, you don't see, like, you know, when, right before the Game Awards, there was, like, a bunch of Italian sites that listed Metroid Prime Trilogy for Switch. And it was just a rumor, and they put it up there because they thought it was a rumor. But, like, you don't see that very often by a company, like, as big as Best Buy, and not in the United States. Usually, usually they don't, they don't do that kind of stuff. So, if this is true... And I feel like the only thing that gives this credence is Persona 5 coming to Switch. Because, like, if it's, it's, people have been saying it's going to happen, you know, all, all year. If this is true, 2019 just got somehow even better than it was if already going to be. If they come out in 2019, well, they probably will. I would say, I, would say I, I could see Persona coming out in 2019 and maybe Link to the Past. No, I could see 
Persona and Metroid coming out in 2019. Because you've already got Cadence Link's, of Awork- Link's Awakening and Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. And now, like, so there's there's a couple things that make me trip up on this. Well, actually, there's one main thing that makes me trip up on this, which is, why is... So is this just, like, OG, A Link to the Past? Like, it can't be. Yeah, it's it's... It's weird because unlike you know like I mean even even a link but not a link between worlds. What's the new one that's coming out? Oh, uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Like it has the Link's it's Awakening. It's being remade. Like it's yeah. a remake of the game. So to have just a link to like what are you? How much are you going to charge for a link to the past? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like why do I have to pay for this SNES game when I have X amount of SNES games on my online thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like if they were to put a link to the past on the SNES. NES online games thing that would be like a great get like if people knew they could play a link to the past was a lot of people's favorite game ever that'd be a huge thing for nintendo switch online right i could also see them based maybe doing like you know how with some of the nes games they have like legend of zelda you know sp edition where it's the regular game on nintendo switch online but there's like a version where you can basically punch in a code and you're starting out with better stuff you know more stuff's open and stuff like that I could see them doing something like that where it's like, hey, it's linked to the past, but we've, you can like change a couple things, you know? Yeah, Almost I like, don't know. Like how with the new Final Fantasy remakes, you know, you have, okay, you have, I can turn off random encounters. I can make the game go triple the speed. I can make my attacks do 9999 damage until, until I turn this off. You know, stuff like that kind of thing. But even then, I just, it, that's the one thing that kind of throws me off. Like, why like, is Link to the Past Because I feel like it has to be another remake. Because they can't just release whatever, like, They can't original just Link release to Link to the Past. But now, something else that some someone had mentioned online was, what if it's bundled with, with a Link Between Worlds? Or, not a Link Between Worlds. A Link. A Link to... A Link's, Link's Awakening. Awakening. Why is Link in the title of so many games? Um, the Adventure of Link. Shut up. Okay. But anyway... Um, yeah, like maybe it's like it's like maybe it's like a, a dual pack or something. Yeah, maybe know. maybe the both of the game like maybe one game's forty and one game's twenty, but you can buy them as a pack. I really hope Link's Awakening isn't forty bucks. Why? Because I don't think it's. I, I need to know what they do with it because it'd be really stupid if they released. Never mind. Argument for a different time. No, it's it's the it's the Pokemon Let's Go argument. It's it, it's, it's exactly that. Yeah. Which I would be more on your side on that one than Let's Go because Let's Go brought a lot of new things that were not present in the Game Boy game and not present in the remake on the Game Boy Advance where this one just looks like an up version. I'm not uh, having this argument again. I'm just saying, like, I'm agreeing with you. If Link to the Past is just, this is the exact same game, storyline, right, mechanics, new with new graphics. stuff. That's different that's, than right, right, right. Pokemon, which yeah, I know yeah, that yeah, you you that. you don't necessarily agree with the changes made being enough to warrant it being sixty dollars. But at least you can agree with me on that, right? Yeah. At least it's different yes, in some I can, ways. I can agree that it is different. Yes. Yes. Okay. We, we will stop there before. Anyway, we get anyway, the other point about this I was trying to get is let's say this is true. Okay, let's say this whole thing is true, and Best Buy is like they just made a mistake and they released it too early. Yeah. I think it's too so. You know, Nintendo gives out information to retail outlets before big events. So, hey, after this event, you can put this on your website, yada, yada, yada. I think it's too soon for that to be E3. You think so? I think so. Because I don't know, I don't know the, the cycle of that, how 
soon in advance Nintendo gives them that information or yeah. other game companies. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's stuff for an April Direct and that, that would comes make out sense. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that would fall maybe two weeks from now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, Best Buy got the information, and two days after Best Buy got the information, they uploaded it onto... And that would also kind of lie in the sense that um, another thing that Best Buy leaked is they had a little ad banner on their website which shows the Joker Amiibo. Right, exactly. Which would also probably well, be Well, it's not the Joker game. Amiibo, it's his in-game render. Really? It looks like the Amiibo to me. It looks really good, but it's the in-game render. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I thought it was the Amiibo. But yeah, so I mean, they're showing, they're showing Joker. So that would make sense if it was like, hey, here's Joker. Right, exactly. And like, that's another they're coming out at the same time. You can't say, here's Joker in the E3 presentation. That would be in the April Direct. Yeah, and we—I mean, we know he's coming out in April, right? Yes, we know he will be out by the end of April. Okay, maybe April twenty-fifth, maybe April thirtieth, <laughs> or May, the second month of April. <laughs> Shut up! It's not funny anymore. Oh, it's still funny to me, Matt. It's still funny to me. All right, so that's the—that's your hypothetical for for the episode. Yeah. We've got some other sad news. Really, what you got? Really sad news here. This fucking Bubsy. Bubsy, pause on fire, has been delayed until May 16th. Oh, boo. Okay. Fucking who? My friend made a really funny joke today where he was like, I swear to God, someone's making a producer-style scam with these freaking Bubsy games because nobody actually thinks they're good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny. They, they, he might be right. Though. I know. <laughs> um, oh, Bubsy. The other news is that um, Punch Out, Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, and Star Soldier are coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Nintendo Switch Online. You see, people were posting. They were like, Mike Tyson tweeted out, "Nintendo's making a new Punch Out." Didn't even reach out to me, like, like you know, shake my head or whatever. And everyone's like, "Did Mike Tyson leak a new Punch Out game?" It's like, no, he's talking about Nintendo just, Switch Online. <laughs> he just didn't know what he was talking about. Um, Sega announced two different uh olympics games they announced an official 2020 tokyo olympics game and then they announced mario and sonic and Sam- the 2020 tokyo olympics game yeah it's coming to switches and arcades everywhere but um something i found out is that usually the game is rushed because it's made at the same time like as the olympics as as the arcade version so the console version and the arcade cabinet are made at the same time, which just ends up in them getting rushed. But this time, they're focusing fully on the Switch version, and then after the Switch version is done, then they're developing the arcade cabinet. Interesting. And now it's like, I don't have a lot of hope for this game. I'm not saying I have a lot of hope for this game, but I have an ounce more hope than I have for any past Mario and Sonic of the Olympic Games. I mean, yeah. Just like... because it's on the Switch. Like, just because I feel like the quality... like. With with the Wii U, let's be real, they probably didn't care. They're no, like, they didn't. All right, let's just make this. They're like people who like there. Sonic will buy it, and exactly. the people who don't like Sonic won't. So, yeah, I I've never been really keen on these games, but listen, now from what you've said, now I'm like, okay, maybe I'll look. I remember I liked the first, I I liked the first summer games, and I liked the first winter games, and everything after that I didn't like. Fair, because like. At, at first, they had a little bit of originality to them, and they just went downhill. Oh, yeah. And then I remember um, the London Olympic Games was, I, th- I think, the second Summer Olympic Games that they did. And they added this um, board game mode 
where you would play like a board game and then every now and then you would get an Olympic, an Olympic game. game. It was like Mario Party, except the mini games were Olympic games. Okay. And it was like, wow, this was a really good idea if the mini games were fun. <laughs> <laughs> so like if they were to do something like that, I, I would I like really wouldn't be opposed if as long as the game is good, you know what I mean? That's good. And then I remember at one point they added um I don't know how many of them that you've played before. You haven't? Have you just not played them before? Nope. Really? Yep. Um, they added these, at one point they added, like, dream events. So you would take, most of them were just events, and they were reimagined to be more fantastical or more video gamey. Okay. So, like, um, I, I don't even know what a good one is. You would take, like, a running, like, like a 100-meter dash, but then you would um, have a regular 100-meter dash, and then as a dream event, you would have it a crazy obstacle course. Okay. And, like, eventually they just put imagination to them, and they got really cool. And then for one of the winter ones, they they did that, but then they added a bunch of extra events. So there was like a snowball fight event where there was this big arena and there were Mario characters versus Sonic characters in this like cover shooter snowball game. Nice. Which was like, it was like cool. Why is an Olympic snowball fighting a thing? I don't know. <laughs> but like, just like ideas like that that just occasionally fell into the games. I remember they were really neat. Interesting. But it didn't happen all the time. So I just, I hope stuff like that happens and I'm cool. excited to see what the game is like. Interesting. All right. All right. Uh, do you have any other bits of news before you go yes, to our main discussion? I Ooh, do you have do. a bit of news. Uh, Pokemon Go news. Oh. Something was found in the code called Lucky Friends. So now, um, what it looks like, what we know, is that when you're best friends with someone, yes. you have a chance to become lucky friends with them. So this is like a, a temporary like status condition almost. Okay. Where uh, I don't know what triggers it yet. But once you become lucky friends with someone, the next trade that the two of you do with each other, 100% guaranteed you'll get lucky Pokemon. Interesting. I like that. Mm -hmm. Especially because I have a couple best friends. Exactly. I like You that. have a couple best friends? Yeah, Luke and uh, Sarah's brother. Oh. That's a couple. That's two. That is two. So I, I don't know what triggers it yet, and it's not, um, it's not user side yet, but that's really cool. It's coming. That's cool. I like that. Uh, yeah, so is that is that your last bit? That's it. Okay. So now it's time to go to our main discussion. Yes. So, a um, little bit of news leading up to our main discussion. Um, the Nintendo E3 site is officially live. So, that's cool. You, yeah. you can go see Nintendo's schedule for E3. Every, like, pretty much everything is on there except for their, their um, Direct. Yeah. Like, the Direct time isn't on there yet. Of course. I don't know if it's planned yet. I don't think it is. I'm, I'm it's sure. It's not until, like, I, yeah. June anyway, so I don't really care right now. But, um, it's something that's only digital. They can do whatever the hell they right, want. Right, exactly. We thought it would be fun, as a little, like, let's get ready for the E3 hype season, to um, plan out Nintendo's booth. Because Nintendo, for the past couple of years, has always done something pretty cool. Yeah. So, we each picked a game, or a theme, and designed the booth around it. Yes. And we also both messaged Rob to be sure we wouldn't have the same booth. Exactly. So, so would you like to go first, Matt? No, you can go first. Okay. So my booth is, the whole design is regarding Nintendo's big release this year, Luigi's Mansion 3. So their booth is an interactive haunted house, okay? So like, you know, you walk up and I, the rumor is that there's going to be like a hotel, right? So you yep. walk into this hotel and it's all spooky, right? And you're looking around and the whole idea is that like the halls of terror. So you walk through and they have the fake demo for Sushi Striker 2. 
and they have this the demo for Star Fox Grand Prix. And if you wait to the end, you can see the first look at Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival 2. <laughs> That's the Animal Crossing game. That's the out. that's that's the horror. <laughs> and the worst part is, is if you look up, you'll see hanging from the ceiling the yellow guy on the fire emblem box. <laughs> <laughs> but once you make it through the Hall of Horrors, then like all the different rooms, like a hotel rooms, are based on different booths. Like so, this is the demo booth for Luigi's Mansion. Here's the demo booth for you know Sword and Shield. But like the Sword, they'd be like themed about out the rooms, right? So, like, the creepy room with all the armor sets in it, like, that's where Sword and Shield's demo would be. Or, like, for example, uh, you know, you go on to, like, the creepy gardens, but there's Animal Crossing, so then you're, you're like, okay, right, this is right, good. Right, right, right. You know? And maybe on the rooftop, you'd have some, like, you know, crazy battling thing. I don't know, maybe with, uh, with Astral Chain, you know, or Damon X Machina. Right. But that would be the whole idea, like, this interactive haunted house style you know, spoofy place that for Luigi's really Mansion cool. Three. That was my that was my demo booth idea of choice. I gave um so I gave Rob three that I was like I'm thinking so of I've heard. this 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 and this and the three that I had given him were I'm thinking of either a link Link's Awakening Luigi's Mansion Three or Fire Emblem. Okay. But now Mike, I'm gonna pitch to you my Animal Crossing booth because I can, <laughs> which is. Wait, which one did you come with that you were like, this is the one I should do? A link to the, a Link's Awakening. I keep wanting to call it Link to the Past now. Link's Awakening. Because, all right, so the whole booth is going to be... Hyrule? No, the island that you're on in the game. Oh, I, I don't know the game very well. I'm sorry. And each demo area is based off of one of the dungeons in the game. So you could you could just kind of like take the dungeon and go, all right, which game is most reminiscent to this dungeon? You're like, all right, this kind of fits here, this kind of fits here, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in um, PlayStation Experience, one thing that Nintendo, that Sony does is that at a bunch of different booths around the place, they did this a couple of years ago, you could get trading cards. Okay. Not trading cards, um, playing cards. So, like, you could get, like, a five of spades at one place and a king of hearts at another place yada 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 and they were all themed after a different playstation property oh cool and once you got every single card you had a full 52 card deck, deck. and like you but you'd have to go to all these different places to get all the cards interesting so i was thinking you could do something like that but instead of that you could get maybe little keys and like once you go visit a booth and now because the public is into e3 now the lines can get ridiculous. So yeah. maybe you don't have to play every game, but like you go there and you check it out, you see what everything's all about, you watch a demo or something, someone hands you a key, and eventually, like, you know, in the center, there is the big egg. The the big oh, the mountain egg. with the egg on it. Yeah. And, you know, you could show, hey, I got all the keys. And you can get an exclusive demo to oh, that'd be cool. Awakening. That'd be cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then you could have someone dressed up as... um. Link? No. What's her name? I don't know. Mar... Marilyn? Marlin? She's got to find her son Nemo. <laughs> get it? You get it? No? Never mind. I don't remember what her name is. Marion. I think it's Marion. It's definitely Marion. I didn't play the game. Anyway, man. you got her walking around just singing her song like a crazy person. Okay. Okay. I can roll with that. But anyway, because like, 
I like because I was thinking about like how I would make an Animal Crossing booth, but I was like, Mike is gonna choose Animal Crossing, so I'll be, nope. I'm like, nope. I won't even bother. But like, I mean, I went the dark horse route. The the Animal Crossing booth like makes itself. Oh, right? absolutely. Like you just have everything. You know, every every game is in a different house. Yeah. You know, you've got town hall. You've got a little like a big main street. Usually, no. A lot of E3s, you can actually meet Pikachu. Oh yeah, like they have an, uh, a stuffed Pikachu there. Uh, actually, that might not be E three, but certain events. They can have but a if you had a there. stuffed Isabel, is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, in town hall, and you go People and see Isabel, Isabel, like you could Mickey Mouse in Disney World. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Plus, if you walk down that dark alley in the back, they might have one of those McDonald's GameCube set where you can play F Zero. Like, like, no, the the original, the old F Zero, like not like a new I game. Know, I know, I know what you mean, <laughs> Mike. I know. Mister Sitting right there, he's like, hey, hey. You oh, want to play some F Zero? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, with all these spoilers and all this great 2019, still no F Zero. No, Mike. It's gonna happen someday, maybe. Eventually, it's gonna happen. It's just not anytime soon, and I have to accept that. I'm sorry. I just don't want to. Well, I mean, look at it this way. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but the fact that Legend of Zelda is being handled by an indie developer, the makers of Fast RMX have that much more of a chance to work they, on an they, F-Zero game. They hired the announcer from F-Zero X. He's on their payroll. If they're not making that game right now, someone else has got to be. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind, someone's making an F-Zero game. All right. I hope. I just hope. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, this this episode seems to be cutting a little short. Yeah, but that's okay. We, that's okay. There's not, there's not a ton of stuff to do. We fluctuate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um... Now that we're winding down, Mike, what's your fun fact? My fun fact is that no matter how close you think you are to getting out of the woods, you always got to make sure to take care of yourself. Because I thought my roommates and my girlfriend are healthy. I They are not sick anymore. I am fine. And then yesterday I was like, oh, no, I got super sick. It's all their fault. I was like, oh, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And, you know, you just got to make sure you keep... Keep washing yourself, otherwise you're gonna turn around. And you're gonna get hella sick. Rip you. I'll be all right. I'm not. I'm not that bad when I'm sick. I just. I just get irritable. Irritable. Irritable is the word I'm gonna use. I. I like. I. I always just tough it out when I get sick. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went to work. It's not like I didn't. Right. You know, I'll, I'll power through, especially this time of year. I kind of have to power through. Because I know people are like, oh, I'm sick. I can't do anything. And like, I get it. I get it. You should take care of yourself. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But, like, when I get sick, I'm like, oh, but I wanted to do so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. I'll just do it anyway. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, it depends on us. Like, if I'm throwing up, then I won't do things. Like, go to work. He's, he's yelling at Tim. Tim did that. Tim, Tim, Tim needs to, to sleep. Yeah, Tim does need to sleep. He needs to go sleep. Hey, everybody, uh, tweet at Pink Gold Peeps to tell Tim to go to sleep. Yes. My fun fact is that Tim should go to sleep. Wow. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My fun fact for this week. Rob, what was that word you told me in the car? What? What was that word you told me? Are you trying to jump off of a Rob fun fact? Rob, what was that word you taught me in the car? In what context was it? It was something with wires. Like soldering wires. So do you guys know what soldering wires means? Yes. It's when you use that metal stuff to make wires connect. That's correct. S-O-L-D-E-R-I-N-G. 
as opposed to S-O-D-D, which some people think. That's right. Yeah. Fun fact. All right, good night, folks. If you want to contact us, reach out to us at pinkgoldpeeps uh, at gmail.com. You can send Matt hate mail or birthday messages because his birthday was last oh, week. my birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Although, when you're listening to this last week. Yeah. Uh, and in addition to that, you can reach out to us at Peeps on Twitter. You can follow us on SoundCloud or iTunes. And uh, Rick's record made our opening. Check him out on SoundCloud. Uh, thanks, Rob, as always, for editing our show every week. And Matt, do you have anything else you want to say before we leave? Yes. Okay. Do you see what it says on the wall over there? I can't believe someone wrote on your wall. Someone wrote on my wall. Somebody wrote Chow.